Thayer. Welcome to Take the Stage, the podcast for speakers on The Speaking Life. We're going to dive into what it means to run a speaker business, how to get booked, how to keep your records, how to create messages that matter and make a difference. I'm Mary Snyder. I'm your host. I'm so excited you're here, and I'm here to help you take the stage. Hello, I hope you are having a great week wherever you are listening to me. I'm excited that you stopped in here to spend a few minutes with me on the Take the Stage podcast. Before we get into today's episode, and it's a fun one, I want to do a couple of public service announcements. Are you thinking about Activate Your Speaking Career? This is the course that I created that will take you from overwhelmed and intimidated to confident and equipped to start, or maybe you've already started, grow your speaking career, speaking ministry. Well, if you're even thinking about it, I want you to head over to takethestagepodcast.com, click on that little button up there that says activate and get on that wait list. Now, I know you may be thinking, Mary, I'm already on your email list. Well, that's great. And thank you so much. I'm thrilled you are. But that specific wait list, there is a special offering coming only to the people on the wait list. And it's coming soon. Well, soon-ish. But it's a big offering and I don't want you to miss it. So, If you have not done so, and you're even thinking this is something maybe I might want to someday do, hop over there and check it out. Second is, are you on the email list? Because there is, hey, insider tip, there is an amazing quiz that is headed your way. Now, I'm so excited about this. I know you are too. And you just need to be on the email list. So you'll find that at takethestagepodcast.com. You can literally just scroll down, sign up for the email list. I'm excited that you would consider doing that. So, and I promise not to blast you with a ton of emails, promise. Let's dive into today's episode. Now, I know you probably read the title. So this is all about capturing the attention of an event planner. So here's the one thing I'm going to tell you that you're going to need, along with your skill as a speaker, along with building your craft and your presentation skills, which is a skill as a speaker, a great message, you're going to need tenacity. I know you didn't think I was going to say that, did you? You thought I was going to say a big platform? No, you need tenacity. And I just want to remind y'all, the author of Chicken Soup for the Soul, Now, uh, Mr. Canfield, he wrote, and there's been so many chicken soups for the soul, but I want you to know that was a tenacious author, and I want you to have that same type of tenacity. He literally sent that book to 144 different agents and publishers, all who rejected him, every one of them. Now, just think about that. What if he'd have stopped it? 50 or 20 or even 100, 144. And when he finally got someone to publish it, they said, well, we'll be lucky to sell a few thousand copies. He said, no, we'll sell millions. And they did. That's the kind of tenacity that you're going to need. Now, I don't think you're going to have to ask 144 times. I don't know. I do know that you are going 
to need to continue to move forward in really trying to find and connect with event planners. So this is how you're going to capture attention. This is a four-step process. So we're going to start with step one. I want you to find the connection. All right. There are several ways we can go about this. You can ask your friends and family, who do you know that could book me? Who do you know that might be interested in having me bring my message? Remember, this is about your message. This is not about you. Who do you know? I recently had one of our Take the Stage speakers on our Facebook group share that she did this very thing. She sent the email out and she got a booking within literally just a couple of weeks because she asked. Now, I want you to think about your list of friends, family, and acquaintances and just ask, who do you know? Do you know anyone at a local church who might be interested in allowing me to share my message? Remember about your message. Number two, you start the work. You identify the churches in your region. Who's booking events? You know, look around. Who has that annual women's event or a ladies' night out? You can ask friends about that. Who in our area does a ladies' night out? What churches do that? What churches have a regular retreat? Who brings a speaker in? Now, if you don't know about MOPS groups, that's Moms of Preschoolers, Most cities have multiple MOPS groups and they're in churches and they have speakers every single month. They typically will do a monthly meeting. Now, the caveat is they don't pay for their speakers, but it's a great opportunity to get in front of a group of women who also can possibly and likely will recommend you to their ministry to have you come and get paid to speak. So don't ever overlook those MOPS groups. I want you to identify where you want to speak and then dig in, do the work. I love to investigate. I think I would have probably made a really great FBI investigator, except for the whole part of, you know, you know, having to learn how to shoot and stuff. But the investigation thrills me. I love digging in. Google, I mean, it is just a plethora of information. Google and Facebook. So dig in there. If you know a local church, put in the search. Local church name in your city, women's event, 2019. They probably didn't have anything in 2020. 2018. Look and see. Are they doing anything? And then do a little research there. Do you see a name? Okay, you don't. Pick up the phone. You're going to call that church and you're going to ask the person who answers about that event. Or you can even ask them, hi, I would love to talk to the person who manages your women's events. And if you hear, oh, we don't have anyone like that, mm, don't take no for an answer. Dive a little deeper. Okay, you don't have anyone like that. Do you have someone who like, gets together the women, you know, they might put together a ladies night out or something like that. Maybe someone not on staff. And that often will elicit the, oh, well, there is so-and-so. And that's when you ask more about sister so-and-so. Oh, great. Well, can you tell me about the last event she did? You're going to get some more information. You're going to find out that sister so-and-so has been 
managing the events for women at this church for 10 years. You're going to find out just you continue to ask questions in a gracious way. And as long as the information is free flowing, keep asking. Well, have you ever attended the event that Sister and So-and-So does? What was your favorite one she did? Who were some of your favorite speakers she's ever brought in or favorite topics? This is your opportunity to do your FBI research or just your research. This is where you're going to find your connection. So if you can't have a connection through a person, you're going to find your connection through a like-mindedness. Let's say she has been doing this for 10 years. You get her email address, probably won't get her phone number. You'll likely get her email address. You get her email address, you send her an email, and we're moving into number two, and you ask her if you can give her more information, but you're going to tap into your like-mindedness. Hey, sister so-and-so, I was talking to Heather at the administrator who answers the phone at the church, and she shared that you have been managing women's ministry events for your church for over 10 years. Oh, my word. We have so much in common. I did this. And you share what you have in common. For me, it would be I managed women's events in my church for quite a few years. Wasn't quite 10. I think it was like seven. But I can talk about that with her. You find something to connect with. So if you don't have that person, my friend Susan recommended that I reach out to you or my sister Lisa, then you find what you can do. What can you connect with? And you ask. This is number two. You ask to share. May I share my one sheet and my video sizzle reel with you? May I? Now, there is power in requesting. And hear me, because once she gives you permission, then you've opened a two-way conversation. Now, you may not hear anything. And that's okay, because you're going to ask again, and you may have to ask three times, maybe four. Don't forget, chicken soup for the soul, 144 times. Probably not going to go that far, but I typically ask at least three times. And usually by the third time, I will get a response. I would say 90% of the time. If they haven't responded by the third time, I leave them in a tickler file to follow up with in 60 days, depending on the time of year. Be cognizant of when you're reaching out. Is it a busy season for women's ministry? Now, you're going to ask, and she's going to say, well, of course you can share that with me. You're also going to ask for a phone call. I would love to share this with you. And once she says yes, you're going to say, well, here is my information. Can we set up a time to talk? Or if you're in a place in a season where you can go and meet her, can we set up a coffee? There's nothing that replaces that face-to-face connection. So set up coffee if you can do that. And if not, let's set up a phone call. So you have asked, you have received. Now it's time to share. You found the connection. That was one. You've asked. She said yes. Now it's time to share, and you're going to share your one sheet. Now, if you don't have one, I want you to go back to episode 27, and it's all about creating a one sheet that gets you noticed, because you're going to need a great one. And episode 28 is going to 
show you and walk you through how to create that video sizzle reel that will also get you noticed. So those two things you're going to need to have in your back pocket. So get to work on those if you don't already have them. And also, I'm going to stop right here and just tell y'all that is something we do in depth and activate is we develop those items for you. Okay, so we've found that connection either through a friend, family member, or an acquaintance that has introduced you, or you have found some like-minded way that you can connect. Maybe she's a cat lover. Maybe she has a teenager. Maybe she has an adult daughter. Whatever you can find to connect. Maybe she just loves Jesus just like you. That's a connection. Number two is you're going to ask. You have asked to share your information. Asking creates a two-way conversation. And that is what you're looking for. You're looking for a two-way conversation. Number three is you're going to share. Once she gives you that yes, you're going to share your one sheet, your video, and then don't forget, ask for that meeting. So ask to share and then share and ask. Let's dive into number four. Number four is follow-up and follow-up and follow-up. I want you not to give up. Women's ministry event planners, whatever their titles are, where you are, are very busy, just like everyone else. And you have to stay top of mind. And how you can stay top of mind is by popping into her email. Let's say you do get to have the coffee. And she said, you know, Janet, I would love to bring you in, but we don't have anything on the books. That's okay, sister so-and-so. Can I stay in touch with you via email? Is it okay if I pop into your email box every once in a while? And she will likely say yes. And that's exactly what you do. Every maybe month, you shoot her an email, find an interesting article to share with her. And also, I want you to be creating a database of all these women event planners that you're going to connect with. Because while they may not book you the very first time you ask, we're going to stay in their email, and on their mind. So when they start planning the next event, your name is going to be the first name that they think of when they think of who can serve my women well, because you're going to consistently be at the top of their mind. You have made the connection. You have asked to share. You have shared and then asked. You have either had a phone meeting or an in-person meeting, and then you are consistent with follow-up. And follow-up is not just a, hey, remember me. It's a, hey, I wanted to share this really interesting article I found on Bible study. Or I found there is this great event that is coming to our area. I didn't know if you and your women were considering attending. Now, that sounds like, well, Mary, why would I want her to attend something else? Hold everything with open hands. And hear me on this. If there is a major speaker coming to your area, more than likely, she's probably already heard about it. You sharing it with her, just again, top of mind that you are there to serve her and her women. All right. So you have your four marching orders. We're going to hit them one more time. Find your connection either through friend, family member, or acquaintance that will intro you. Or you're going to find that like-minded connection through your research. Number two, you're going to ask to share your information with her. 
Number three, you're going to share your information. That's your one sheet and your video. And then you're going to ask. So number three is share and ask for the meeting. And number four is follow up and follow up and follow up. It may take you six months. It may take you a year. You may send several emails over the course of several months before she responds. But don't give up. Don't give up. Always keep your name in front of her as someone who loves and serves women. All right, guys, I hope that this was a benefit and a blessing to you. This is something that I love because it is the number one question I get. How do I get in front of event planners? And I so wish there was a database. And I would love to create that for y'all. But I don't have it right now. Not that I'm not working on it, but I don't have it today. So today, this is what we're doing. Today, you're making the connection. And honestly, even if I had the database to share with you, except for the person's name, you would have to find the connection and do everything else. The only thing that would be gone is the research. So you're just adding that research piece. You're investing in who you are as a speaker and in the message God has given you to share. Never forget that part. It's always about how you are using your message to serve her audience. I hope y'all have a great rest of your day. Don't forget, get on that Activate waiting list. Huge benefit for you over there. And get on the email list, takethestagepodcast.com. And don't forget the Facebook group. That is where a lot of fun happens. I share some insider tips and try to share a little bit about what's going on in my life right now. It's hot. So I'm just talking about what do you do when it's so hot outside? But I want you there. And I want you a part of that community because it is an incredible community of speakers who support and celebrate. We support one another and we celebrate one another. All right. You have a great rest of your day. And I hope to see you over on the Facebook page. And that's at Take the Stage Speakers. You can just search it on Facebook. Have a good one. Bye for now. Thank you for spending your time with me today. I hope you enjoyed this episode. As always, you will find links in the show notes, and those can be found wherever you're listening to this or at takethestagepodcast.com. I'm Mary R. Snyder, and as always, I am here to help you craft a message that matters and take that message to the stage. Until next week, have a good one.